Hey everybody, this is Brian David Marshall, Michael J. Flores. Mike, I'm a little disappointed. We're in Pleasant Hoboken, New you, Jersey. You promised me jackhammers. Sorry, bro. It's very quiet and nice here. Like there's just birds, birds surfing. <laughs> and it's nice that we're walking towards the river. Is that New York City? That is New York City. Wow, I've never seen it from this side before. I mean, you work here every day. Yeah, and I just don't walk by Within, within like half a block of here, right? Nice park, really? Well, that's actually a post office garage. Oh, well. That you're looking that, at. Is that a park? Yeah, that is a park. All right. So, uh, we were going to start talking about something, and I'm like, oh, I might as well just record it. So, last week you came down, we were going to have Arthur's cast, but instead we just had the Arthur's part and not the cast part. Yeah, yeah. You want to go to this place that I ate lunch already today, and then I ate lunch once last week? They have ale battered bacon. Yeah, I don't want to go there. Is a side item? It's not as good as it sounds. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so Jace the Mind Sculptor. So you had a question. Jace I, Hammers? I'm sorry? Jace Hammers. No jackhammers, just Jace oh, Hammers. Jace. So, um, so you had a question that Will Pop asked you, I guess? I got, well, Will, Will Pop and Zealand were sort of intra-office uh, debating which card was worse to play against. Uh, Umazawa's Jide or... Chase the Mind Sculptor. I think that's kind of a weird question. I actually didn't have a problem playing against either card. But yeah, well, you love you love just sacking a Sakura Tribelder with like this kind of like flourish. I mean, my deck's so like, oh, I know damage will no longer be on the stack two years from now, but I am not going to allow you to put damage on the stack now. I mean, true or false, when Umazawa's Jite was legal and standard and block. I mean, if you wanted to have a deck to win a tournament, who are you going to go to? <laughs> well, let's be honest. I'm telling you, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't anybody else. Right. Like, I, got, I didn't have any problem playing against it. Like, it was pretty funny. Josh was like, "Why don't we ever play Jitte?" So I'm like, oh, "I don't want to get any Jitte fights." He's like, "You win every Jitte fight I've ever seen. Why don't you want to get in a Jitte fight?" I'm like, oh, "Good point." <laughs> You ever, but you never played Jedi, right? I did. I qualified as Brutal. I played oh, okay. Jedi oh, you played it, right, you played it in Gnarl right? I played it in Gnarl Mask deck. I played it in the Budget Boros deck. We sideboarded it in the Enduring Ideal deck. We didn't, we didn't play it in the obvious ways. <laughs> we played it in the non-obvious ways. You often played it as the narrowest disenchant? I mean, we just, like, what, what, what are you going to do with that muddle, the mixture? Get my one Jete to kill his Jete. Ah. <laughs> I mean... You gotta know what to do. You just play. I, actually, I won a qualifier with Jitse. I had two Jitses in my deck. Limited? No. <laughs> Constructs. Yeah. Played green white. Two Jitses in my deck. Maybe three. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I didn't have. I, I was fine playing with Jitse. I was fine playing playing against Jitse. I have no problem playing against Jace. I'm about fifty percent not to play Jace at regionals this year. Yeah. Are you gonna play regionals this year? When is it? Like Saturday. This Saturday? Yeah. Are you kidding? No. Oh, I gotta get clearance. I don't know if I can. Are oh. you in Seattle? No, I'll be back by then. You're well, back oh Saturday god. morning? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, no, I'll be back Friday afternoon. Oh, okay. Thank god I had this conversation. <laughs> oh, wow. What am I gonna do? Uh-oh. I'm gonna have to do some acrobatics on this. Oh, I can buy my wife like a Burberry coat. That will get me out of it. What do you think about that plan? Entry fees just go up and up for these events. Wow. Oh, thank you. Crazy. Well, I can't even believe... Yeah, so I made a deck. It just beats everything, but I'm, I'm afraid, like, I can't... Like, I think it's like, you have a deck, it beats basically everything, but it doesn't have Jace, Preordain, and Mana Leak. Like, so, I mean, that... It, 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 it might... It just... It, 
it has a lot of really good cards, right. but it doesn't have those three cards, and those are pretty good freaking cards. Can you can you name all the blue cards in the rug decks? Jace Pirate and Mana Leak. Do they have Mana Leak? Yeah, four. <laughs> there were 28 Mana Leaks in that top eight. You're like, oh, seven decks played four. No, the rug decks played four, the blue-white decks played three. Four and four. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I mean, I did not realize regionals was this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So here. Well, not. Yeah, this weekend. Is it, we have it in New York. Saturday, yeah. But you got to pre-register. So there's only 275 seats. Really? Yeah. Are you kidding? No. It's at the church on uh, church basement on Housen Street. They only have room for 275. But then there's follow-up one-slot regionals yeah, but, yeah, to play in regional on the following. Real, real there's follow-up one-slot regional at store level. Yeah, I have to still play in real regionals. There's eight spots, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what happens if I don't pre-reg? You, don't get you, you might not get in if on Saturday morning. Yeah, I mean, 100 people, percent of people are not going to pre-reg. Would you pre-reg online? You can pre-reg online. Do you have to pay? Or you just I think name? you pay. I don't know. I didn't pre-reg. I'm not going to be. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be around this weekend. I can't play. All right. So here's my deck. I'm 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 all in on one-shotters. Here's my deck. You're going to give your deck? <laughs> All right. Um, Stoneforge Mystic. Sit down over here. Squadron Hawk. One of each sword. Contagion Class. Tumble Magnet. Are you supposed to say Jace Preordain now? No. Um, uh, Everflowing Chalice. One Wrath. Four All is Dust. Two Eldrazi's. One Worm Coil Engine. I really wanted to play Pilgrim's Eye, and like I've always wanted to play Pilgrim's Eye, and it's just... It's not coming up. Maybe I'll replace Wall of Omens. Are you playing Crossroads? Yeah, four. Are you playing... Uh... Maybe I'll just play Pilgrim's Eye over Wall of Omens. What do you think? Wall of Omens, is kind of, he's kind of awesome, though. Are you playing, um, playing Survival Cash? Four. Yeah. Like, Dex... I mean, Crushes, beat down. Crushes, control. Like, it's... I mean, I have a dramatically good win percentage against Cobblade. I don't always win. No one always wins. Do you, now, do you play Gideon? No. I don't play garbage. Whatever. Not like garbage. They put out like there's three planeswalkers you cast in all is dust and they're like I'm like, I'm gonna pay, bro. I have like these two <laughs> I have these like, two ever flowing chalices here. But there's no shortage of being able to pay. <laughs> you should have spell snared this bra. But, like there's it's just awesome. You're just like the ever flowing yeah. the, the, the all is dust actually seems spectacular. Yeah, it's the sex fantastic. Like and I don't know. It's way better against beat down than Cobblade. Like or rug. Like rug's rug's pretty explosive. It's not about being explosive. Like they just. You ever see Patrick Sullivan play against a rug deck? Like, it's not. It's not even a game. They like play their Lotus Cobra and take three damage. <laughs> they play their Inferno Titan. Maybe they only take six. Maybe seven. Maybe nine. It's like, it's like eight. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> who knows? It's not. There's no blocks. I know that. I know there was no blocks. I know if there was Jace, there's not going to be Jace anymore. Man, it's you like, can't do these things. We have to all. All about this. I, I was just looking at that card the other day. It's like I think a card people have just forgotten about. It's good. I like one of each Eldra. I mean, I don't know if it's right to play Eldrazi's. Like, I, I know it's hard to play Eldrazi double lands because it, it makes all of us free. But it's kind of, like, lame not to play Eldrazi's, right? I guess so. I mean, you can play one, right? Like, I mean, I don't know. Do you have Expedition Man? No, I cut it. So 
you don't have any way to get an Ibukin. I have one in my deck. That's how I get it. You just mize it? I don't know. Just draw my cards. I got a Worm Coil Engine with it before. Really nothing? Mizabugan? That's what she said. Yeah, alright. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll, I made a Black Blue Infect deck that's pretty sick, actually. But you just, you just don't see yourself playing Jace's. Don't, don't see yourself playing. Well, my Black Blue Infect deck has four Jace. Oh, okay. And four Tezzeret. Yeah. How come Killer doesn't have Jason Tezzeret in his deck? Is he just being contrarian? Has Possibly. he ever played with these cards? Possibly, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand. Let me tell you about hitting someone with a King Pop Nexus that's a 5 5. I don't understand how you can't have Tezzeret in an Infect deck in general if you have, like, Plague, Plague Mirror or. No, but Killer's deck has 12 artifacts. Like, it doesn't take much. But I'm saying, like, Plague Mirror, Plague Mirror makes a perfectly fine 5 5 artifact also. You know, comes five five. It's good. I mean, like, e- even if you just have the nexus, though, like, it's just, it's just ever hit someone with one of those. Yeah, it doesn't take too long to win. Yeah, it's just like an infect deck, but with Tezzeret. There's a bunch of artifacts. It's pretty good. Is time warp legal and extended? Yes. Tez- Tezzeret time warp seems like it's probably black Tezzeret or blue Tezzeret. Black blue Tezzeret. Pretty interesting. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I have no problem playing as Jesus. Like, they're there. They're good. Like, like the, the root of yeah, it was all over Twitter today, right? Like, people were talking about yeah, people, it. So, certain Ted, people Ted, are just Ted, trolling, Ted, just trying to say Ted, Ted, Ted's stirring. The, Ted's really the, stirring the pot. I mean, like, to say that he's marketing to the lowest common denominator is really doing a, a, a disservice to the lowest common denominator. You know, like. He's like, things on my blog, ban Jace, free dual lands for everyone. <laughs> free sex. <laughs> Would you like some drugs? Free, free mulligans for you. I, I think we have drugs. For you. Yeah, a free mulligan. You know, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a little like, I don't know, a little on the nose as far as posts go. Um, you like this white deck? You think it sounds good? I mean, I love that white. When we played, we had that deck yeah, last year. But like now, like... It's, like, even awesomer, because you just, like, have Stoneforge Mystic, and then... Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess... So you have, like, this great early game plan, and then, like... The th- what usually ends up happening is you go Stoneforge Mystics and Hawks, they go Stoneforge Mystics and Hawks, you run into each other, and then they, like, start Jacing, or, like, oh, I'm gonna win, I have Jace, ah, make it, we just have Lance, ha ha ha, you just have Lance, and you're like, all right, Eldrazi, like, oh, this game isn't the way I thought it was going to go at all. Or you go, like, one Contagion class when they lose. I, well, I love... I, first of all, I love Contagion class. And contagion class... Inkmoth. I mean, half the time you just play a first turn Inkmoth Nexus, like, because, like, you can play whatever spell you want in the second turn if you play Inkmoth Nexus on the first turn, unless it's a sideboarded game and you need to play Core Firewalker. Maybe I only play two of that guy. And then, like, you just brain them sometimes. Like, if they're playing Callblade, they're, like, calling it, you're like, alright, hit you. They're like, ooh, Squadron Hawk. You're like, alright, Contagion Class. They're like, how long? Eh, Eight turns from now, you're dead. They're like, can I interact? No, not really. Let me ask you a crazy question. This came up. I I did did a draft last week, and I like I open up foil tester, and I'm like, I don't know. I mean, foil tester. IRL? Uh, No, it's an online draft. So who cares? Not shipping it. Not shipping. All right. Uh, You know, take that, go throw whatever. End up with a pretty sick. Like, end up with like 15 or 16 artifacts, including all sorts of good ones, like you know, contagion class, trigon of corruption, and I had multiple opponents concede. At some point where I was, had a clasp out and a trigon out, and it's six mana, like, I could just, like, nug their creatures. It's like, okay, that creature now has minus two power. 
Minus two power, minus two toughness. You're saying should we the play pre- Trigon and Sanders? I'm, I'm, sa- I'm, I'm, asking if, I'm asking if Trigon is at all playable in some deck in standard. Like, Trigon class is ridiculous. It's much better than Trigon Tumble Magnet. I mean, class Tumble Magnet in terms of inevitability. Like, well, I don't know that the Jace decks could actually do anything about that. Well, I mean... You know, as your as Tumble your, Magnet class shuts down a sword, which is sure. what the main reason why people play that card. Sure. So, like, the theory is you're shutting down a sword, you're going to win. Like, the, the opponent's going to blow you up I'm, I'm not saying you wouldn't also have Tumble Magnets in this deck. I just play a... How many? Dragon costs four, right? It does cost What's four. the mana activation cost? Two. It's all very expensive. It's a lot. Six, for, six, for six mana, though... Yeah, but, like... Vast, yeah. vast swaths of deck... I'm... Swaths of decks cannot deal with it. Maybe I don't, I don't know what swaths of decks you're talking. About. I'd rather like the the Mystic decks can't deal with it. Yeah, but just just having the just having the class shuts down all the guys in the Mystic deck. They have no power. It, 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 deals, with, it deals with them once. They're both they're one X's. Yeah, it deals with them once though. Yeah, so they have eight guys. You have four. That guy you have your proliferate mechanic, and you have tumble magnets. So, well, I don't know how many things you need to beat them. But you have, it winds up nicely. You have just enough stuff to beat all their stuff, and at a premium sometimes because they're like, oh, I have to put a sword on this. Cool. I get two cards with this Tumble Magnet. I, it's annoying when Tumble Magnet runs out. It, what's awesome about Tumble Magnet was when he, when he just fights himself. Like, they have a magnet, and you have a magnet, you're just, like, tapping magnets. Yeah. That's yeah. just so awesome. I mean, that's a classic. Like, I mean, we remember. You, you remember the icy fights. You remember, like, icy protocols, right? Like. No, I don't. I never played icy back then. Really? No, I played, like, Necropotence. Winning tournaments, not not losing and for I mean, before losing for top sixteen. Before Nickelodeon, there was icy. There were icy. No, no, they were printed in the same set. Literally the same set. Ice Age. No, ne- icy manipulator. I didn't play back then. Oh, okay. Mono artifact, icy manipulator. You mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when Ice Age came out. Jeff Wu came to my house in the middle of the night, and Ice Age had first come out of like some store far away, and he went to like the equivalent of Friday Night Magic in like 1994 or whatever year sure. it was. He comes up and he goes, "Why?" And he holds up this real ice manipulators. He has it. What did they do? Why? So I just obviously I bought like all the ice manipulators at a dollar. Yeah. I just bought like every uncommon for like a dollar. So now I have dozens of wastelands. Yeah. <laughs> but I still haven't sold them. You think they're good? The buy price on Troll and Toad is sixty dollars, so <laughs> I think it'll go up. at sixty-five. Is it time to move? Yeah. When, when do you? When do you? I don't know. I, I think, I that, I think like, there's a bubble going to hit. On I these feel numbers. like there's a legacy bubble in general. Like, like people talk about card chargers, but I mean, there's obviously people who have vast stockpiles. I mean, of, of of dual lands. Can you imagine and, if Tony, I mean, Tony I mean, Side just decided to move his cards? I might have been talking about Tony Side. <laughs> I told him, like, you know, why don't you just do that? And he's like, eh, nah, too lazy. Maybe I just go to his... I go to his apartment all the time. Do you think he would notice if I just started carting just, out... Just stole, stole a binder full of... Like, Tony, I just want... Hundreds of dual lands. Can I make one box? Sure, whatever, Mike. So I'm just going to choose lands. Is that okay? Wastelands, badlands... <laughs> Scrublands, yeah, maybe? Get the tabernacles while you're there. I don't know if he had tabernacles. I mean, that's he not does. a card anybody speculated on. He speculated on everything. He didn't. He bought collections, and people didn't keep that card around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. What about Candelabras? Maybe Candelabras. Let's talk about something relevant, like Magic the Gathering of today. Okay. So what about speculating on ways? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Saturday, what would you play? Caw? Uh, I, I haven't played... I mean, the thing is, I haven't really played Caw. Blue-green? I love, I love the blue-green deck. 
Uh, Who beats Call, right? Play- I, beats Call and Rug. Those are the only two decks in the top eight. Man, let's play that. It's 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 really good. The pro- the problem the problem is, like you you definitely need to have. I think you need to move the. Maybe you need to move the city. Right? Yeah, the East Coast. <laughs> Uh, you need to move the, like, maybe Acidic Slime or something into the main over the Spring Seas. You didn't have Acidic Slime. I had him in the sideboard. Spring Seas. I mean, my deck was a mess. The deck, actually, I look back at it now, it's just a mess. It wasn't like, a mess. four Colony Gardens? I would still play four Colony Gardens. No. Why? It's so, it's so brutal to your mana development. Like, but you got to go get them. Yeah, but you don't want them in your opening hand. Like, you want... You would rather just have, like, two more forests over two of them. How about we put, like, a forest and a verdant or something? Forest and a verdant. You have those already. You don't have four verdants, did you? Uh, no, no probably not. Liar. Yeah, probably not. All right. Lotus Cobra's so good. Oh, so Patrick and I, I had called Patrick for like ten seconds before you called me. This is his top ten: Jace, Lotus Cobra, Stoneforge, um, Squadron Hawk. Can we can we write a rap song about how we knew Lotus Cobra was good? Can we? <laughs> I said it was the best two drop of all time, maybe, didn't I? Maybe, maybe a maybe a like bluesy duet about Lotus Cobra. I'm not a good singer. <laughs> I mean, neither are you. Neither am I. Actually, which deck has the? What if we? Uh, uh, sorry, what if I just went? Here's my deck. I'm gonna make it off the top of my head. Manalik, Preordained, Jace, Squatter Fox, Stoneforge Mystic, Lotus Cobra, Primeval Titan, Tumble Magnet, and Lance. What do you think? That's my deck. Sounds awesome. Did you say Frost Titan? I mean, I, I, I need like 28 lands for this deck, don't I? <laughs> There's no middle ground here. I only have Lotus Cobra for acceleration. What do we have for the other deck? Oh, man. We had tw- like 20 zillion lands and then also... You about the blue-green deck? Yeah, like Lotus oh, yeah, Cobra, Jiraga, Tree Battlements, Tree Speaker, and Cobra. Yeah. And and one Wall of Tangle. Yeah, I'm not playing that main. Yeah. Well, I just, I just play all the... Some number of the Acidic Slimes main deck. Yeah, I think I think so. Like you just, you just really need to like. That's you just, just need something. But it's not good against Boros. Yeah. Is it? Probably not. Bor- is Boros a real deck at this point? Isn't he Boros- top sixteen, right? What was he doing playing Boros? That's weird. I, I think LSV convinced people to play Boros. He tricked them. You mean? Yeah. You think like a perfectly good player, but I'll play Boros. I mean, maybe it was a bet. It was like that or your hair. Like, <laughs> Boros or your or the blade, buddy. <laughs> Call blade? Nope. The razor blade. I don't know. So, so do you, do you think? Do you, so, looking at the results from Grand Prix Dallas, right? So this someone's been talking about this that there are thirty-two Jace preordains. You mean thirty-two preordains, thirty-two Jace, twenty-eight mana leaks. Uh, let's not let's not even talk about the mana leak for the time being. And that there's something like. 60, 60 Jace's in the... to talk about the Mana Leaks and the Preordains because people just want a, the story to be about Jace. But the thing is, like, whatever criteria you can apply, you can apply it at greater intensity to Mana Leak and Preordain. I think, I think it's like fascinating that the rug deck is simply playing blue for card selection. I mean, like, it's it's just... I BS. mean, it's card advantage. Dude, too, it's just right? BS, all right? This is why it's BS. If you look at, like, Pyromancer Ascension, not a Tier 1 deck, but a playable deck. Black Blue Infect... You know, etc. These are decks that play the Mana Leaks and the Preordains and don't play the Jace. There's more decks that maybe play the other just cards. Play the Jace and the Pyramid. Well, maybe you sh- argument can be made. Maybe you should. I played like four Bellerins last time. I think right. Yeah. It's better in that deck. You don't want to. If you have four, you'd rather cast four C than sure. Jace. But like at three, Jace is really good. Yeah. So um, 
but the anyway. Long Jason Three is probably awesome this weekend. So, long story short, you force your opponent opponents to tap. Isn't just regular blue white control better? If you just play magnets, like what if you just play blue white control? I, love, I don't understand why Fencer seems so good to me. It's not, it, who cares about Fencer? We already had this discussion. If you already have your Gideon online. We, we didn't have this discussion on podcast. If you already, like, like, why is it good? He's like, well, when you, when you have Gideon online, you know, your sentence starts with you have Gideon online. Yes, Fencer won't get attacked if you have Gideon online. If you have Jason play and a Gideon online, why do you need the fucking Fencer? <laughs> You're destroying them. Like, you don't Kyle like just called that you don't the, like to play with your food? Kyle Sun just called that the unbeatable combo, right? <laughs> you have the unbeatable combo in play. Like, well, I also need Vincer. Why? I don't know. I like Magic the Gathering. <laughs> like, what about this deck? What about just, like, Everflowing Chalice, Contagion Class, Tumble Magnet, Sun Titan... The card that can't be... You know how many times I've got blown up by a Sun Titan this week? <laughs> like, yeah. You're just like, you're even, 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 Sun Titan. Why don't we just play four Sun Titans and forget about the garbage and just play, like, Tumble Magnets, which would shut down the swords, you know? All you care about is shutting down the swords. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't just the blue-black Jace Tezzer control deck work? I think it's better as an infect deck as, than it is as a cons- regular deck, though. Does it have to be an, why does it have to be an infect deck? Like, you're, you're just going to destroy them. You're just going to have this inevitable... Because you need to have... They a, don't have they, no one has any way to deal with your artifacts. You right? need to have a ton of artifacts in your deck, right? Right. Okay. But the most efficient artifacts to play are all infect mechanic artifacts. Are they? Yeah. Uh, is Icar Wellspring not a very efficient you honestly artifact? rather have Icar Wellspring than Necropede? Have you played against a Necropede with a deck of creatures? So that's the thing. Like, I, I was trying to play like elves or some crap. Look, if you just play an Necropede, you lose on the spot. Like, but it, I mean, that, but that, if you have Contagion clasps and Tumble Magnets yeah, and Necropedes, and like your opponent gets one Poison Counter, like you turn the rest of your deck into they're dead, and then now you just use your Planeswalkers to make it so they can never get out of this hole. You know, you're like, put one poison counter on their awesome guy, like with the Necropede, put another one on their other awesome guy with the counter from the Necropede, and then, like, watch you not die, watch you get more more counters on your Tumble Magnet, watch them get one poison counter a turn for the next eight turns. They can't get through. Their guys are getting progressively smaller, they're getting sicker and sicker, they got scratched in, like, the first turn, they're like, oh, maybe I'll go to the doctor, I don't know. Honey, is this supposed to be green? Like, well, I don't know, honey. Oh. I think we're gonna have to amputate the arm, Jim. <laughs> like, oh, I don't know. Why is he tapping four mana again? What happened to my snake and/or bird? <laughs> what? What happened to them? I think they got sick. I think virulent wound could be. Which one's that? That's it. Kill a dude, get a poison counter. Yeah. It's like cost a million mana, right? Fives. Cost one. I'm trying to not not spread the sickness. Which one? It's one. It's B. Yeah. Minus one, minus one counter on a creature. If that creature goes to the bin, that that creature's this turn, that controller, uh, that creature's controller gets a poison counter. It's just an instant. Uh, I don't know. Like it seems like it's really. It's like an instant contagion. Class. Really good against some decks, and then really mediocre when it's I don't, see it, as not a, I don't see it as a main deck card, but like yeah, against Lotus Cobra decks, like. Yeah, or against a against a hawk, it's pretty good. You know. Like, I played a lot of poison the past week or so. Like, you just get a scratch on somebody and, like, yeah. you know, they're like, oh, man, what's going to happen? And then they, like, start playing a completely different game because you got a scratch on them. You just end up braining them with a with a, uh, uh, Ink Moth Nexus with a sword equipped on it because they, like, tried to play to race you. Then you, like, brain them. You're like, four! All your land untaps. <laughs> so they're like, Bleh! 
Yeah. What sword are you playing? Black and white. Guy black, uh, black and green. Uh, you always play black and green before you play blue and green. Yeah. Uh, you should play them both. But you know, it's more interesting to me stuff like Mortar Pod getting played in every deck, or like basically a consensus on the rug deck. Mort- like, Mortar Pod seems awesome in a deck that you're gonna play Necropede with. Let me tell you. Like or because uh, that's still two counters, right? Yeah. Can you, if you mortar pot somebody's face with a necropede, do they get a poison counter? Yes, yeah. right? Yeah. If you mortar pod with any infect creature, they get a. That's If you mortar pod with a ink moth next, she give them a poison counter. That's pretty. Scratch them. Scratch. Just a scratch. I can't believe it. Regionals is a setter. Oh, man. What am I going to do? I need a you good, play good present. You should play this deck. No, I need a good present, bro. I need. That's what I <laughs> care about. Like, what can I do? You know, you know what you should get? It's something really kind of expensive and nice. Four Jaces. <laughs> you know, before all this hubbub, I was just going, maybe I'll just pop for the Jaces. I don't own any of my own. I got a lot of people have a bunch, you know. Yeah. Maybe I'll just buy some. That's what I was thinking. And I'm like, because they're just going to be $200 next year is what I thought. You know, like, when you have to play them and extend, extend it or something, yeah. they're just going to get annoyingly expensive. Yeah. But then, like, all this happened, I'm like, maybe they get banned. They're not going to be expensive at all. Uh, I mean, like, the, yeah, the thing is, it's World, World Wake, the set that it came out in, is still this, like, incredibly... Sparsely distributed set relative to all the other cards around it. Why? Because because it doesn't get drafted for it only gets drafted for the one set window. Oh, okay. Because Rise of the you know, Rise of the Eldrazi reset. Oh, yeah. Right. So it just came out. There's like drafts for like three months or two months or whatever it is. That's it. And then normally there's another two or three months of draft, but it went away. So it's like I don't know. Like the card's going to be a legacy staple forever, right? Is that one fierce? She looks like she could beat you up. I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's good. It doesn't seem like the kind of card I would play in Legacy. Yeah. I'm just going to play, like, Breakfast or Dredge. Like, some awesome deck that wins on the second turn. Why let them have hope? You know, like... (laughs) Legacy's not like other formats. I think you're just stupid if you don't play, like... All the, a, a bunch of different decks are good. Not all the decks are good. Like, Zoo is not actually good enough. Goblin is not actually good enough. People play it anyway. Yeah. Sometimes they make top eight because they just play against other people who are playing decks that were not good enough. You know, like, that's what happens, you yeah. know? Like, if enough people play Goblins and Zoo, right. some Goblins and Zoo make top eight. So do you, and then they don't win in the top eight. Back, back up. Yeah. You think Jace is bannable in standard? I don't think so. I don't think so. You think it should? When you say you don't think so, do you mean it should not be banned? You don't think it should be banned? If I were the person making the determination, and I don't know anything about the IP, so like people are like, oh, it's the center of the story. I'm like, news to me. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know anything about the IP. If it were up to me, I would not ban him. Okay. These are the reasons I would not ban him. Standard right now is among the most diverse standard formats I can think of that I've ever played. It just so happens that in like a large percentage of the decks, there are certain cards that are played, yeah? But they're, like, radically different decks. Like, blue... If you look at Nick Spagnuolo's blue-black deck, compare it with Jerry Thompson's blue-black deck from a month later, compare it to the blue-black deck that was played in Worlds, these are three distinct strategies. They're, like, all, quote, blue-black control decks. They have many cards in common, and they are mechanically vastly different decks. And that's within essentially one format. One deck is, like, this infinite deck with uh, Elixir of Immortality. One's a deck with, like... Mimic that and uh, and Abyssal Persecutor, you know, and it, it plays this weird sub game, you know, like once yeah, you but play, all, all those strategies have been shed, right? As we no, move I'm forward. just saying. Yeah. So, yeah, because blue black decks aren't good. 
I mean, they aren't good relatives to blue-white decks right now. So these decks, extinct blue-white decks, you know, like, Randall made top 8 with a blue-white deck, right? But nobody really thought he was going to get through the blue-black deck C. Those decks have Inquisition of Kozilek and, you know, whatever. And Baneslayer Angel's horrible when you're just playing as a control deck. I mean, that's... I used to be, like, the biggest Baneslayer Angel booster on Earth, but when I was, people didn't play with Mana Leak. You know? <laughs> True or false? Yeah, so... So, like, they extended the blue-white decks. But then, it says, now we have different blue-black decks people think are good enough. You know, once you get to an American Grand Prix, it's proven not to be the case, you know? Um, but then there's also blue-black infect. These are, like, distinctly different strategies from one another. And then, so, um, Mirrored and Besieged comes out, and then Sword of Feast and Famine comes out. You're like, wow, the blue-white decks, maybe they're not dead. And then you're like, oh, you have these Callblade decks. Which, when Callblade came out, it was like... So awesome, you know? Awesome players doing awesome at Magic, playing an awesome deck. It's exactly what you want to see as a fan of the game. Exactly that, Cobblade. Okay? And then it's continued to do well, and then the thing is like, oh, well, other awesome players are getting their hands on it, so Jerry T puts red into it. Beatdown Benny puts black in it. And what happens? Good players continue to do well in tournaments. And then, then there's this window. It's just like, hey, you know, Cobblade decks, they're actually very good against, like, Tumble Mangots and Sun Titans. You see, like, a resurgence of a regular blue-white deck coming out because of, like, these metagame shifts that didn't extinct the blue-black decks but really kind of changed the face of the, the game. And then you can play a minority deck like Blue-Green Genesis Wave, which is actually quite good against all these decks. And you have a deck like Rug, which is like, I mean... You can play Frost Titan, you can play uh, Primeval Titan. Those guys choose to play 4X Inferno Titan, uh, what do you call it, uh, Precursor Golem. That's what, that's what they're signing up for, you know? This is just, this is wonderful. It's the only thing that you could, you could say about it. Like, And they're like, oh, complain, complain, complain. Yeah, if you're Patrick Solo, then you're just going to red deck and you're going to win the tournament. Not do well, not 7-2. and two. You win the tournament. In the, in the context of all this... I think that there's a non-zero correlation, and non-trivial, really. You know, like, oh, all these decks with four Jace and four preordained Well, Yeah, I mean, do you think it's fair to say that there might be some correlation between skill and dedication and trying to get four Jaces and four preordains? Is there some correlation? I'm not talking about causation. I'm not saying that some people are better people than other people, more worthy than other people. I'm not making a redistribution of wealth argument. I'm saying, do you think that there is some correlation between somebody who spends a lot of time playing Magic, getting good in Magic, and taking the time to try to get four Jace, whether or not he uh, owns if, them. If you're good at Magic, yeah. and, you're, and you're inhabiting the game fully, yeah. then when a new set comes out, you know that you want, oh, look, I need these four. I've had my four Stoneforge Mystics since, since, since the beginning, Since right? the beginning, right? Like, I just got my four Stoneforge Mystics. Like, oh, I thought this card was going to be better. Oh, hey, look at that. It, it turns out to be the second turn, best card in the format, turns out right? it's really good. I have my four Gideons. I have my... Three Jaces and I can usually borrow a fourth one. So I mean, like, yeah, I mean, but I'm saying, but but people who people who and I and I barely right inhabit the game as a player, right? Like, I mean, I I don't play in a ton of tournaments. I don't play a ton of constructed Magic offline, you know. But yeah, if you're if you're someone who is gonna go to Star City Opens and you're gonna go to the Canadian Open and you're gonna play at the Pro Tour and playing Grand Prix, well, it's in your best interest to own. I mean, really, it's in your best interest to have a place at a standard at all times, right? I mean, it's... But I'm just saying that not everyone can financially have that, but I'm saying the people that are probably going to do well in these tournaments because they're good have a higher hit rate of having access to these cards than the... That one's very nice. (laughs) Than the average player, okay? 
or a player that you say, like, if we're going to look at this tournament agnostically or this is a draft tournament or something like that, like, oh, these guys are, they're not very likely to be to be in the top eight. Oh, I, I, thought you were, I thought you were saying that players who are, do, who are going to do Wild Magic are going to be people who just make sure that they also have the tools to Yeah, no, play. that's what I'm saying. Like, okay. say, like, let's take the cards out of the equation. Owen Turtenwald does well in tournaments. At Grand Prix level, you know, like, that's a not... Alex Bernicini is the master of the Star City Opens. You know, like, you can't look at this top eight. Raptor, for example, like, if you just looked at the names and forgot about the decks, you wouldn't be surprised at a lot of the players in that top eight. It's false to be like, oh, this is just... Go away here, Jackhammer. <laughs> Um, it's false to say, oh, this is just a top eight of Jace's. Like, these players have done well in the past, continue to do well in the future. You know, it's 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 not yeah. fair to say, like, oh, this is just about Jace's. It's not. These good players investing in these cards, investing in time. Do you, do you think that there's some bitterness from players who are not... So are you suggesting that there's players out there who are not as talented as some of the players you've named? Or not as... Invested in playing Magic. I don't think Magic is a democracy, if that's what you're saying. But, but, but what I'm saying is, but do you think that on the, on the part of those players, there's some bitterness? Like, well, if I could afford four Jaces, I'd like win nice too. Day. I don't know. You really think that's how people think? I don't know. I thought I, I, I was trying You don't need Jaces to win. Like, I don't, I don't It's just a fact. The reason that Jaces do better is because, for the most part. But it's hard to argue that you don't need Jaces to win when the top eight decks and, and the top. In one tournament. Sure. Granted, there's a lot of Jaces that do well at the Star City Open level, but it's not just their Jaces, okay? Like, Cobblade decks do well. Right. Cobblade is, for a sustained period has, of time, among the best-performing decks of all time. Has there ever been an event where something like there were, like, eight decks with four counterspells or eight decks with four Wraths? There's or? been tournaments with eight decks with four Bloodbraid Elves. There's been many decks that had... Se- I mean, many tournaments that had seven decks with, like, all Goblin War Chiefs. That's not... That's not on view. Right. Come back around. I'm going to get the other view. <laughs> I better not miss. Okay. <laughs> so, uh... So just in case you're wondering, Mike's wife doesn't listen to our podcast. She wouldn't care. She's cool. <laughs> Maybe she's on a long loop. That would be pissed. <laughs> that one was too good. She was like the Jason of the Mind Sculptor of girls running around this, this park. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just like... I, I don't know. Like, it's just... I, one of the things I really don't like about it is other people take a risk, you know, and they spend a lot of money on something, and then, like, to yank it out from one of them, I think is bad. It's bad for the game. Right. And, like, that's just not... Yeah, I... That... There, there's something wrong with that to me, you know? Like, to, for example, me, like, I, I don't care about this stuff in, in gross. There's winners and there's losers in every equation, right? Right. But, I mean, I bought Brainslayer at 55. I thought that wasn't the worst investment ever, and it's like, he's terrible, like, was he not even 35 now? Right. Like, I'm not complaining about it. I also bought Wasteland at 50, you know, it's like not sense. Yeah, yeah. Sense, brah. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's not, I don't, you know, there's winners and losers each time, like, you people are like, oh, it just gets more and more expensive. It's not. Sure. You could have you could have speculated on coughs at 40 if you wanted to, sure. no, but nobody not. did, you know? I, I, I sold my dual lands pretty cheap, but my Richard Stark hardcovers that I bought for a dollar yeah. are, are worth a lot of money. Yeah, so it's just, I just think it's... it's, it's it not, all belts out. It's just not true. Like, people are like, oh, it's just, people are getting priced out. It's too expensive. It's not. There's all kinds of strategies you can play. Patrick Sullivan won a Star City Open event with a, with a budget deck, and then he went on to play in the next Legacy event, and he top-aided again. 
with a deck with like flame rifts, you can win with whatever. Magic is awesome that way. You do have a greater likelihood of winning with certain strategies. Yeah, like that's why we have deck lists. That's why people pay for premium memberships, etc. But the fact of the matter is, I think that the best players in general value certain things. You know, like. Uh, and those things tend to be like consistency, card drawing, etc., which are blue. Okay, this is the best blue card. It's not surprising when you know blue cards do well, is it? Like it's, it just is. You know, it's it, and I mean, like last year, for example, like no one, no one calls for like Braid Elf to be banned. Are you switching seats with you so you don't have to keep turning your head? All right. Is this, is this a trick? Coming the other way. <laughs> is there is there no strip club in all of Hoboken? I have no idea. Did? Never tried to look. I don't. I, I, I didn't say if you went. I just asked yeah. if you tried. To I wouldn't. I honestly, I honestly wouldn't know. I don't think there is. I don't think so either. That's weird. There's like a lot of young people here. Yeah. I I have no response to this. Anyway, yeah. So I mean, it's just the best blue card, like. Nobody did. Anyone really want Bloodbraid Elf to be banned? Bloodbraid Elf was way worse than Jason. People definitely wanted Bloodbraid Elf. Yeah, we laughed. People at definitely wanted Bloodbraid, and we laughed at all those people, right? That's how I noticed Big Head Joe and Joey Pasco actually, because like Big Head Joe had like a a petition to ban Bloodbraid Elf or something. Like, who is this Joker? This lunatic. It's just, it's just this dude. It's a good dude. I mean, don't get me wrong, but right. And I, I think someone made the point today. I mean, certainly Bloodbraid Elf was a. Tension barrier keeping Jace at bay for a little while. Well, we have other things to keep Jace but, at bay. Other but, Jaces. But there's... <laughs> and, I find other Jaces. But it was also Maelstrom Pulse. And there was Oblivion Ring. Yeah, so um, three, and, you and, can and, play and, Jace Bellerin. Yeah. <laughs> Take care of Jace. This is saying that there, there's... there's the, the culprit might not be Jace itself so much as not having the same... I, I think that's a question of proactivity, right? So it's just like, say you play blue-white control and you have maybe a lot of really good cards. You're like, well, I have these tumble magnets and my assumption is they're going to perform well against sort of Feast and Famine. A lot of the time, wouldn't you rather just go Stoneforge Mystic knowing your opponent can't ever win the game? <laughs> it's like, Stoneforge Mystic. Answer or no? They're like, my land comes into play tapped. They're like, I'm holding a spell pierce. This one is not going to be close. <laughs> You know? There's a lot of those games. You're just like, good thing I had the Stone Forge, Mr. Shaheen Sarani and uh and uh and Kyle gonna come around on pre ordain yet? I mean like it's just the best <laughs> card. I didn't look at the Shaheen's deck from the open. He had it. They had to have figured out pre ordain by now, right? I mean at some point you're just like giving up mad percentage, right? How how often do you uh there's something else that came up today when we were talking on Twitter. Uh Glenn Jones was making a joke, the Star City you know, coverage guy. Is just talking about how just demoralizing it is when someone's like, Jace, Fate Seal you, you can keep it. You know, like, what a, what a demoralizing... I have a sack land in play. What a demoralizing feeling that is, right. And that was that was sort of my, my... I jokingly said, well, that's why you got to hold on to your preordains. You know, as a gang. Obviously, you're not going to, you know, not preordain to get to a point where you're... I mean, do you remember the back in the day when we used but, to just preordain on the first turn all the time? Now I'm just, like, never preordain. Like, I wait <laughs> forever. That was the question I was going to ask you. It's like, how... how when when do you, when do you preordain at this point? Depends. Like if I if I'm like I keep a hand that looks like otherwise fine, I'll just keep a one lander and preordain on the first turn. And usually, I, I always play too many lands, so which is weird. I either play too many or way too few. Um, so you know, I just hit and then crush my opponent. 
There's nothing like keeping a one-lander and then it's telling them about it afterwards. I think Pyromancer's Ascension's a deck that made people... That trained people to preordain early. Yeah, but that's the deck I was trained to play on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that, you know, that was a deck where it's like, yeah, you want to preordain early and often. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't have any problem playing against Jace with whatever deck I'm playing. When I made the white deck last summer, it was because I basically took it as a challenge to be like, oh, you can't play... I wish you could play mono-white control, but you can't because of Chase, you know? You're eventually going to lose his fate seal ability. And I was just like, well, what if we just tried really hard to beat Chase, can you? And the answer is yes! <laughs> you, you, you really believe the mono-white deck okay. is going to beat Chase? I so. Played a lot. Yeah, I mean, I've only lost a handful of games, and, like, I haven't lost... I mean, I've lost two decks with Jace. I have lost with Jace in play, but I've lost only games like that when I missed my third land drop for, like, three turns, where I was just like, you know, I'm just, like, casting a wall of omens, you know, casting a... Trying to cast a, a survival cache and like not getting it. Like if I just had land, I would have crushed him. Like consistently. Here's a crazy. Is there ever going to be a point where creeping corrosion is a real sideboard card? What card is that? That's the wrath for artifacts. What color is it? Green, green too. No. Destroy all artifacts. It's green. Green is too dumb for that. Green is just about in standard. Green is about fauna shaman vengevine or primeval titan kill you. Really, should I just go with the Jace Primeval Titan? Preordain Flotus Cobra. <laughs> Squadron Hawk. So unfortunate. Blue Green Bant. Just like just ban. Chase Bant. Seems way better. Bant with like emphasis on Bant. Oh, ban in all caps. Bant. And then. That seems way better than whatever deck I've made. I'm just gonna <laughs> make that. And then like. It's weird to have only two cards in there Lotus Cobra and. And. Primeval Titan, though. Yeah. That's weird. Primeval Titan's really good. Yeah, I've never lost a game that I've attacked with them, I don't think. But don't you want to just play Sun Titan at that point? I don't like... I really like getting two Tectonic Edges, I'll be honest with you. I do, too. <laughs> I love getting a Halimar Depths. Yeah, well, if you have a Genesis way of getting a Halimar Depths, it's just Game Boy. It's like, yeah, it's so sick. <laughs> it's like, like, I will get a Halimar Depths on a fetch land. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> what do you got, a Spell Pierce? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that deck's so tricky to play. Why? It's like you, there's all sorts of stuff you need to do in terms Back of when, I used when to have you the Oracle. When you Jace, yeah, you used to have the Oracle, dude. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was tricky. When you Jace, when you attack, when you pre combat, post combat. Maybe she doesn't have a lot of aerobic endurance. Dude, she was built like she did. Yeah. Look, look at that guy doing like Krav Maga by himself or whatever. Oh no, that's Capoeira. He's making me feel like all effeminate. Doing his cabalero over there. He's like, oh, oh my gosh. And there's like girls doing cartwheels. It's weird. I've never been here before. I don't it's understand like, how you. This is like, isn't this like the reason you work at Hoboken? No, like I got a job offer. That's why oh, I work okay. at Hoboken. Weird. Isn't that weird? That is weird. There's all kinds of. First of all, I did not know I had to pay extra tax coming out here. I thought I was going to avoid New York City tax by coming out here. Instead, I just had to pay both New York and New Jersey tax and still pay New York City tax. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Obama. Obama's yeah. screwing me again. Yeah, clearly. His roads and his medical coverage and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell Jamie and Nano. <laughs> Look at how Obama's messing with me. Seriously, double tax is the worst. Yeah, I think it's oh, it's been that way for as long as I've worked in New York and New Jersey. Oh wait, yeah, but oh, actually why did you move to New Jersey? Do, wait. Do you actually work in New York? No, I mean, like, it's different for you, right? Like, can't you just, like, pretend to work wherever you want? I, I don't know, dude. 
I don't worry about Does it. Becker just do it? No, I don't, have, I don't use Becker. I have my own. I have an account that I've had for a million years. So, were there any, any decks that came out of... Uh, no, there was just two decks. Just two decks? <laughs> this is a fun top deck, sir, right? I called yeah. Aaron and Kelly today. I'm like, how are we going to do this one? <laughs> I was just like, I'm, I, I have my position how I'm going to take it, but I don't know if you guys oh, okay. specific. So they're like, just do whatever you need to do. And then I'm actually sending in... I wrote most of my article last night, which I never do this early. Right, right, right. So, so I sent it in. Man, it's so awesome when you do it early. Why? Like, I, I did my article early last week, yeah. and as a result, we were able to make those really cool Venn decagrams. Yeah? Yeah, it's like, you get all Those these- are so cool. You get to do all this kind of really cool stuff when you when you when you turn your article in early. That's bizarre. When you say early, you mean just uh, for your for in your case, you just mean on time, right? Yeah. Like me, I'm, I'm talking about early. Like I did an extra day early. Um, the uh, I got mine. I got mine in a day early. Yeah, but but you consider your deadline like five minutes before production. I understand that that's your like your personal deal with Craig Collins, but that's not what it says in the contract. It is actually what it says. It's not. We all have the same contract. I don't. I have a special contract. Becker told me we have the same contract and they're all unenforceable. <laughs> oh, that was DCG player. <laughs> These contracts. That was DCG. These contracts are wildly unenforceable. <laughs> Wow, that was interesting. Did you see that? So, so a couple weeks, but last week, people were just talking on Twitter about, uh, like, it was like a bunch of small sites, I guess, Ted, Teddy, and Teddy Card Gaming. Is he trying to become, like, the Mike Flores of Twitter? I, mean, I think so, yeah. yeah. He'd written something about, like, how sites make money. Someone's like, what do I do if my poor little site can't keep oh a writer? God. What site was it? I don't remember. It was, like, Kelly Reed from Quiet Speculation. Yeah. I think that's my Kelly Reed voice. Yeah. You know, but or Mana Nation, or whatever, whoever it was, right? And it was just kind of like, well... You either figure out some new economic model, or they're just going to get absorbed upward, right? Like I know the answer to this, and, but I, but the, I don't want to. The other answer is exclusive contracts. You know, people are like, "Well, no one actually does that, right?" And I'm like, "Well, the TCG player actually you gotta does." You got to scoop up. You got to scoop up writers when other people don't know they're good yet, and then, I mean, I don't know how they lose Paul. Paul, Paul. I mean, not everyone signs an exclusive contract, right? Like, like me. Yeah, they're certainly not going to. There's no reason. Like, people are fighting. You know, Paul wins Amsterdam. Yeah. And people are just fighting tooth and nail for him. Right? Like, so there's certainly no way that he's going to sign an exclusive contract. Why, why would he? I don't know. It's like, could pay him a gigantic stack of money. An embarrassing amount of money for a magic article. And that's coming from me. <laughs> I mean, honestly, this is an embarrassing sum of money. Just you and Chapin and Jerry all gnashing your teeth while while Paul lights his cigars with $100 bills. I mean, at the time, given my position on that particular site, I was a little salty, I'll be honest with you. (laughs) I don't Yeah. (laughs) Enough. (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs) But yeah, people seemed really shocked that that happens. Why? I don't know. I guess everyone just thinks that everything's all, you know. I don't know what euphemism I want to use there. I mean, is this like stem out of the conversation we're having about like which writers are the best, like all that kind of no, stuff? No, it didn't come out of that. This was this was just talking about how how do small sites remain relevant against the big, you know, in the face of the big. I, I don't know what they mean by relevant, like. I just volunteer. Like, I guess, like, we, I guess, I guess we're so erratic, right? But if we wanted to put out a podcast every week and actually like care about putting up blog posts and like we could do, we keep talking about all these cool things we could do, like deck tech videos from the past and everything. 
We could. <laughs> True or false? True. And people would come all the time. I don't know how much money we would make. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like that's not. That's not the. That's not the. I mean, I don't know. There's like some sites that are way like less less well known than Top Eight Magic of like very lucrative exclusive sponsorship deals with stores now. Yeah. So like, I mean, maybe we could. How do we not have a sponsor? Everyone has a sponsor for their podcast. We literally don't. I'm like, I don't know. Do we not know anybody? I mean, we know a lot of people. I, I don't know. Just don't care. I don't. Think I, I'm not caring. <laughs> but anyway, although if we if if we did have a sponsor, they would probably be a very very cool sponsor that people would look up to. Yeah. Be a very impressive sponsorship. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> I think I hear what you're saying in terms of how cool our sponsor would be. It would be like ice. Like Ned Stark's sword. That's how cool. Oh, man. So. Oh, my God, this weekend. Yes. God. How long? And Oh, my. I almost swore again. Yeah. I was going to put out a question on Twitter. On what occasion did Michael J. Flores swear on the Top 8 Magic Podcast? Do you remember? No. Imperial Armor. <laughs> it was Imperial Armor. The British misspelling of Imperial Armor. <laughs> not, not actually someone playing the card again. No, no, no. Because <laughs> I've certainly sworn it was multiple times when people played Imperial play, Armor. Spelling Imperial Armor with a U. I mean, can you imagine playing against Hammer Rainer in like, um, the, the, the Weatherlight days? And I'm going, let me tell you a little something about creature enchantments. Here's one for you. And he played a pacifism. And he goes, here's one for me. And he played an Imperial Armor. <laughs> went in one turn. Fun or no? Fun. I hated Imperial Armor. I, I just hated it. I never lost it with that much in Limited, but I guess I didn't I stopped, that much. you know, once... It was interesting, because at some point I hated it, and I, I felt like this card shouldn't even be allowed in Limited. It was just really frustrating. And then, at some point, I was just like, okay, well, I guess I'll just warp all my drafts to be able to beat it. You know? But you take Imperial Armor or Heavy Ballista? I think towards the end I was taking Ballista. I, I always take. I think Ballista is always right because like it's it's hard to play Imperial Armor sometimes. So, like so you're passing to your left at this point, and if you you could just been cutting right white the entire time. Like how good is his white going to be? But the problem is Heavy Ballista is like infinitely splashable, and if you don't have your Imperial Armor, you might just stone lose to it. And sure. if you're white, like half the time you're just blue white, and they're like Imperial Armor the game you want to you mana war them or you like yeah, yeah on two it's like, whatever. It's like you know it sucks. It's right, there was hard. there was like the blue enchantment it was like blue one enchant the creature and then sacrifice this to return yeah, that like creature whatever. to its hand I mean like if you if you were black red like no one could remove like can you imagine playing being green white and playing against a heavy ballista it's like screw imperial armor he's never gonna attack again like <laughs> draft strategies from us <laughs> In case, Circa in case you get into a time, time machine with so Bob Mortel and Jamie Porter. If it's 14 years ago, you're just like, hey, I'm going to play Rogers' this weather. Like, oh, it was relevant. Do you remember when we had the throwback tournament at Neutral Ground? And, like, the, unsurprisingly, the topic was, like, Altran. <laughs> it was the most ludicrous top eight. Like, Altran, Dave Price, Chris McCool. Yeah. They're like, oh, we had to draft these formats from 10 years ago. Altran was like, Mike, I forget. Is it Imperial Armor or Heavy Ballistic? <laughs> I, th- I think towards the end it was Ballista. I, I think it was always Ballista. Fly down. Fly down. So, so, uh, so Game of Thrones. Super excited. Man, like... I, I can't even... I'm rereading it. Are you? I haven't started rereading well, it yet. You have to start because, like, the book's going to be out in two, three months. There's a long freaking book. Oh, you're, you're more excited wait, You're more excited about the book release than the TV show? Than the I know what series? happens in the story. 
like seeing it though. And I mean, like, sorry, is, you your about, like is your wife? Is your wife going to watch it with you? Yeah, she's read the books. Oh, she's read the books. Okay. She stopped reading Storm of Swords in the middle. I distinctly remember the moment she was super fat, pregnant with Bella. Comes in, looks me in the eye, holds up the book. And she says, "Why would you put me in a world that had this?" And she throws it on the couch. She's like, "You tell me when he why would he writes another book? Maybe I'll reread it then." Because <laughs> it's like after the red wedding, I think. And on the middle, Storm of Swords. She's just like, "This man's coming out. Comes out of nowhere." Yeah. Spoilers for season three. Good story. <laughs> so, she, she was so so angry that I would share something with her that would make her feel anything. Like, this, is a, this is a fantasy novel. I'm not going to have to do anything yeah. that's going to tax my female pregnancy hormones. Yeah. So she looks at me. She's like, "How could you?" And she like throws it on the couch and never picked it back up. And at this point, she's through like 1,800 pages of Westeros. You know. Um, really? So you haven't been like, like I've, I've just been watching. No, I've watched every ever single. Since, ever since you told me, we watched them all. Sure. Yeah. Casting looks really insanely good. That they made everybody about two or three years older than they are in the books, right? Like, I mean, I guess they can't really have Danny be fourteen, considering all the sex she has. Like, is that, is, is that the? Is that, uh, all the sex with the horse peoples, and you know, like her brother. I don't. She doesn't. Do, uh, I guess I don't know if they. He have. like. He he's he has rights on her, right? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess he never. But he, I don't think he actually does. But like yeah, you yeah. know, Danny has some moments, you know, that are fun to read. But I think at fourteen it might be a little. And then I think they make Brand ten instead of seven. Right. Uh, I guess it's too horrible to do that to a seven year old, but a ten year old, fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there's no known actors in this at all. Right? Oh, no, there's Sean, Sean Bean, Bean and Sean then Bean. the girl who plays uh, Cersei Lannister has been in something else. Yeah, something. Ka- I don't think Catelyn is pretty enough, though. She's supposed to, I mean, she's basically a woman who's supposed to be beautiful enough to sway an entire kingdom, and I don't, I don't see that. I mean, no. I don't know. There's no shortage of good-looking people they can cast. I mean, they, they, they clearly opted for people who can act, like... How can you tell, dude? They all have an accent. I don't know. That's that's what I said. <laughs> There's this old story about like uh, an American actor who's like trying to get his method on. He's acting with Orson Welles. She's like, I can't, I can't find my character. I can't. And Orson Welles is like, you might should try acting. <laughs> Orson Welles, historical douchebag. Good at everything. Yeah. Yeah, except making movies. Like actually making movies, like the business of making movies. Oh, I mean, like you didn't like you don't think Citizen Kane is? Yeah, I think Citizen Kane, like obviously, a pretty good movie. It's obviously insane. Like, How about Transformers the movie? I don't know. That's Another one of my favorite movies. Orson Welles as Unicron. You know that he thought it was a TV commercial. There's a lot of lines in this for a TV commercial. <laughs> you could not believe it. It was really a movie. That's not hers. I don't even remember. It's been so long. <laughs> Fine, though. It's a good move, anyway. Yeah. I'm gonna go follow her anyway. Yeah. So, let's see. Magic Gathering. I like it. Yeah. So, what are your predictions for regionals? I don't know. I didn't even know it was this weekend. I don't know. <laughs> Figure out how to beat Cobblades, I guess. And there's apparently not that many Cobblades. They're all in the top eight. <laughs> really? Yeah, like, uh, Cobblade is like... The big joke is it's like 20% of the tournament and then like 70% of the top eight. Right. Which means it is a disproportionate. Thing. But but again, that, 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 that goes to quality of pilot too, right? 
I mean, yeah, like, like the, 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 the callback plays are consistent. It's not like there's any random AJ Rabbits and and Jerry, right? So if Rabbits plays in the tournament, he's in, and Edgar Flores, right? So like three of the five Cowboy players are, are set every single tournament. It's gonna be AJ, Edgar Flores, Rabbits, Jerry, not Burton Chico. I was, I was, I was surprised by the amount of people who just didn't get. Like when I did the interview with Edgar last week, yeah, and uh, people were like, "Oh, so what? Some new guy gets lucky playing a deck with Jace. Big deal." I mean, like, just think of like the bef- you know, what, you know what the most annoying thing about Jace to me is that like I go to read my forums every week, and it's just the same crap. No one ever reads the article. Right. All they ever say is like, "Yet another week goes by where Flores doesn't vilify Jace the Mind Sculptor." When will he realize his role in the community? <laughs> you kidding? Like, I would like it if he would just say what we're all thinking, which is that we all wish everyone in R&D killed themselves by slicing themselves across the wrist with Jason the Mind Sculptor, and then wrote in blood that they were sorry before bleeding out. You know, like... Like, that's stupid. Like, they're not going to have enough time <laughs> to actually write, I'm sorry, if they're bleeding out. I just don't think... Look, I'm- man... The person is making... Jace is a powerful card. There's going to be some deep cuts. <laughs> Dude, the, think of the profile of the person making this post. You think they know the difference between those things? I mean, seriously, like, it's not... I, I think that Jace is good. But I, I care that decks are good. I care that decks are interesting. I like writing about different kinds of decks. You, you've been looking at extended uh, top eight lists? Not in a few weeks. CQs, but, like, was Jace, Jace as... Dominant and extended as it is in standard. I mean, Stoneforge Mystic is a ridiculous overperformer in extended. That's yeah. the one. Like, so the decks that are performing are all just like sort of piece of fan and sort of piece of fan and one sort of body. So, but so, so it's interesting because none of that's really Jace. Like Josh played Jace, but, I'm saying, but, but like I'm, a lot of people didn't. They played like you know green or or. Mirror Crusaders. It's just it's just about playing. You can play a bunch of different strategies that have Stoneforge Mystic. Uh, just like in standard, you can play a bunch of different strategies that have Jace. How about this one? It's a good one. It's a good naked model. Um, you know, like I see you proof. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you can play a bunch of different Stoneforge Mystic decks. They're good. I only have three Stoneforge Mystics in my deck. That seems wrong. Why? I only have two equipments. I have a ton of other stuff I can do with my mana. I'm not like... Yeah, but don't you just want... Isn't, like, the Stoneforge Mystic for your sword the best thing you can do? No, I mean, a lot of the time I just attack them with my Ink Moth Nexus and know that I'm going to win eight turns from now. Like, it's not its not a Cobblade deck. Sure. And the thing is, you need to bait people into doing something because, like, their deck has Jason Preordain. If we play fair, they're going to win. So what I need them to do is to put out a whole bunch of crap and then me put out a Tumble Magnet and, like, a Contagion Clash and then pretend like I'm losing for a long time. Oh, I'm barely holding on. Thank God for this one tumble magnet, you know? It's like, oh, I have my tumble magnet now, noob. <laughs> I'm like, oh, all right. Well, I wonder how much all those Stoneforge mystics, Chase the Mind Sculptors, and Gideon Juris that are about to go to the graveyard cost you financially. <laughs> like, all is dust. <laughs> They're like, oh, noob, what? I only have two, two, two squadron hawks left in my hand. Can't let them play on the same levels. You gotta level them. You gotta you gotta play different. And then meanwhile, they're like taking a poison counter. I, de- I definitely like. I, I'm excited about all of dust. It's guess. Yeah. You think blue white? But I mean, you can't. If you play blue white, you just the mana's awful. My deck, as it is half the time, doesn't have. I won a game last night. We go first turn Ink Moth Nexus. Second turn Tectonic Edge in. My opponent plays like whatever, like a, a Signet or something of whatever kind of Signet. He's playing Tezzeret, and I'm like. 
Third turn sword, go. Just like, Jace. All right, equip my guy with the sword. Attack you. Yep. Tap on my lands. Go. He's just like, yep, attack you. It's like, dead. I did not play a colored land. How do you feel about that? Sounds good. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, uh, it feels like you want just like more. I mean, you have the survival caches. You get to dig eight cards deep with that. The survival cache and wall moments is good. Oh, wall moments too. Okay. I want to play Pilgrim's. The thing is, like, if you play Pilgrim's Eye, you can't play Squadron Hawk. Like, I, what's better, a Plains or a Squadron Hawk? Like, it's really like Squadron Hawk, like, gets you out of the, your worst draws, right? If you have a horrible draw, Squadron Hawk pulls you out of it. Yeah, Squadron Hawk just makes mulliganing so much fun. Yeah. Because you give your opponent false hope, and then you play your Squadron Hawk, and then you draw back up to seven. Even though three of those cards are Squadron Hawks, it's still awesome. Well, in a Jace deck, you can fix, your, fix that problem. My deck, yeah. you can't. Yeah. You just end up discarding one of them when they hit you with the Sword of Spam, and it doesn't seem as bad. Yeah, I just, I just worry that the deck doesn't have enough velocity. Why? Every single card in my deck does something. Like, let's listen to the cards. I understand that they do something. You just no, don't no. have anything. When I say does, you just don't have anything string no, no. all those cards no, no, no. together. Watch. Watch. This hand will be my library. I'll name a card. What happens every time I do it? Squadron Hawk. You know, Stoneforge Mystic. Survival Cash. Wall of Omens. Eye of Omens. Like, even like, uh, Ulamog. Every single one of my cards other than all is dust in one Wrath of God touched my library. I mean, no, my my artifacts, no. Right. And those artifacts are all super gassed, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, like, doing something else. Just, I'm not, I'm playing a different game, you know? I like playing a different game than everyone else. You don't always win. You know, you can, like, you can, like, not win playing Jace decks, too. I never have. I'm 100% to top 8 every tournament I've ever played a Jace the Mind Sculptor. But Why wouldn't you play Jace? I don't know. I never thought about that before. <laughs> just like before. This is sudden realization. Is, like, is this whole podcast just like leading up to you playing some Jace deck? I just some realized. Some for your game deck? Is that actually I have never happened? failed to top 8 a tournament that I played Jace the Mind Sculptor. <laughs> I, and that was, that, was, that was Patrick's comment last night, right? He's like... Insane. Like Patrick's, like I have more top eights. No, he's more caches. More caches since the printing of. I mean, Jace. Then in the previous nine, nine years, years. Uh, granted, there's uh, an interval in there, but yeah. So, I mean, like, so maybe this is. Uh, what do you think about that? I mean, I, <laughs> I think my point was that I feel like you should be playing Jace or Preordain or something blue. That like, if if blue is good enough to splash in rug. Simply for pre-ordained But it's not really fair to put it like that. Sure it is. They have mana leaks here. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know how that happened, though, right? They're like, wow. I mean, I'm, I have to play the mana leak, right? Like, no, no. The way it happened was the original engine of that deck was Jace, was uh, Jace Oracle, Oracle Avenger. Lotus Cobra, Lotus Cobra. Lotus Cobra Avenger. So, just like... The greatest yep. turn three in Magic. Yeah, I mean, that was, just, the blue-green deck used to be like that, too, right? So, like, the difference between that is like, the blue-green deck was more powerful, and the blue-green-red deck had, like, Comet Storm or whatever, right? So they just got more cards. They're like, oh, we'll just play Inferno Titan instead of Comet Storm. And they're like, oh. What? Explain the precursor goal to me. It's just that you can play it on turn three with a Lotus Cobra. Yes. And it's really good against, like, Jace. Uh, and, like, now that people yeah, it play... Gets in, right? I, it yeah, it gets in, right? Yeah, it gets in. Because of, um... Excuse me, Go for the Throat, it's, like, way better than when there was Doomblade, right? Yeah. And then, uh... And, like, there's no... 
Yeah, there's just most of the removals is like doesn't really target it. So, yeah. but unless you're your uh, MJ, he played that one that's like reverse power and toughness, draw three cards. Oh, that's pretty sick. Or or Edgar Flores when he was winning the when he was winning the. What he like the mine offering them? No, he into the royal with kicker. <sighs> <laughs> Guys like tap out, play that. He's like into the row with kicker, draw three cards, take another turn. <laughs> that was like in the finals or the semifinals. I would just, I would literally quit magic. <laughs> it would be over. <laughs> Sit. <laughs> For medical floors aside, I'm never gonna do anything that cool again. So, no reason to try. All right, so. I've never. Why don't I just play Jason Lansbow? I don't know. Is this true? Never. I mean, you could still play Survival Cash if you'd like. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up with your pretend cards. <laughs> what? <laughs> what should I play? Should I call? I mean... <laughs> I don't know. Do you think Rabbits will come to New York, or do you think I have to go to New Jersey? I don't think there is one in New Jersey. Oh. It's only in New York. That's sick. Does right. so he have two cars at this point, Bill? <laughs> Kidding. He has many surplus chase the mind sculptors. What? He has surplus chase the mind sculptors. Okay. I better call him that. Otherwise, I'm going to end up playing the <laughs> the white deck. Um, I would probably build a white deck to a moto and play it. Yeah, I mean, I actually feel that it's very... I have, I have, like, the shell of it still built, right? I have, like, the old... The problem is, it's very good, but this new data that I've never failed to top in a deck where I've played... I only played three Jason the Mind Sculptors at regionals last year, one on the sideboard. <laughs> I didn't. I did not play Jace last year, right? No. In my in the this possibly true? Oh my goodness! Wow. Yeah, it's, a, it's. I'm also wondering why Jace wasn't in Dredgevine somehow. Hey, you guys are dumb. Just dummies. <laughs> Seems like Jace should have been in there. Like, when, I mean, Dredgevine was kind of very similar to. Uh, the deck Raptor played, right? And it just, you had like bench vines and graveyard instead of like Eldrazi, Eldrazi Conscription, you know? It was just like a bunch of like little enabling green, blue, whatever guys. Sure. And then like some thready stuff. So. It was fun to shop it. Like when you see like Raptor's deck, aren't you just like, this deck is just obviously the stones. Why didn't everyone just play this deck? Like, why well, you just want a shaman for like Linvala? No, no. Linvala. Raptor just played four Linvalas in the He didn't have fun shaman. In this, oh, deck. Okay. this deck was just like it was literally. Are oh, you just playing Mythic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. like it was just beautiful. It was just like. Let me tell you something. No. Every every single round of the tournament yeah. where I just lost to a Mythic deck, yeah. it just like either Fauna Shaman for Linvala or just you know yeah. Raw Dog to Linvala. I was like, why am I not playing that? Deck? No, but I but I'm just talking like. Do you know how bad I would have felt if Brad had not won Player of the Year because of you? Because of me? Because like he went like he went like. OX and standard. Yeah, I don't even know if he... But he got bonus wins in, <laughs> in limited. He's like, I crushed that guy so bad in limited, they gave me two wins. So, like, but, like, but Raptor's deck was just, like, like, a bunch of lands, four birds, no, no, I'm sorry, four uh, four nobles, four Lotus Cobras, uh, four Jace, three Elspeth, and, then like, and then the, the Conscription Dude, and then, like, Mana League and pre so it was just like these stones cards, like every single card is just like cast it's awesome. Right. And then like no trash. Like all the stuff everyone else right. played that was like That's that's the thing that's so sick about Jace, right? Like just like it lets you play not only is it like just on its own 
capable of winning a game for you. Yeah. Like, and just being just awesome. Like, it just, like, card lets you play with, like, the best cards and find them. Right? Like, I don't know. Should I go Blue Green or should I, should I go some other kind of Jace deck? Oh, you think I'm playing Blue Green Yeah, I mean, like, I, if I'm at 100% to top 8 anyway, I might as well do it in style. You just, you just really need to be wary of Blue Green Sword. You don't believe me, I know about losing a Blue Green Sword. Okay. I mean, but we have Magneto. Are you going to play Magnets? Did you play him in the sideboard? I had him in the sideboard. And then, like, my sideboard was a mess. The walls. I mean, like, most people don't, first of all, the players who I'm going to lose to who are playing Call don't have Blue Green Sword in the main deck. So don't they? Don't they all have like? No. It seems like everyone. The I top played. eight decks were black, were black green sword and mortar pod were their weapons. So don't care. Don't care. I got to block. Okay. But like, yeah. But it's just a question of like they're tapping out for something. I just like demolish them with the Genesis waves. Like it doesn't matter what they do. Just demolish them. Every, every time I play that deck online and I have like a whole bunch of people watching yeah. and then I cast Genesis Wave and it's just like the chat log is all just like wow because you just do such disgusting stuff like the best is when you Genesis Wave get a Halimar Daps off the Genesis Wave find your Halimar stack another Genesis Wave give all these Lotus Cobra triggers spreading seeds which you probably won't be playing unfortunately yeah I have to play a land What's that? You play 27? Uh, I think I play 27, yeah. I play 28. Yeah. The back can cut your stupid wall. And right. play four. That wall was so good for me, though. Whatever. Like, that wall... I wouldn't have... I would not have won as nearly what I won without that wall. But I'm going to have the, the guy to kill their sword anyway. So, but they don't have to play their sword, right? Like, yeah, but if I just go Lotus Cobra Go, and they have, like, a spell pierce in their hand, and I just go, third turn, play a sack, uh, play a sack land... Uh, kill your land with my like kill your tectonic edge or kill your right. blue white land with my tutu dude it's, it's never going to come to the sword like right, right, right. like what are they going to do next turn when I cast a jace or a titan because I'm going to have one right Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or, I have, or I have like something else gas so how many waves do you play three or four I played four I side out wave one wave a lot yeah, yeah against beat down you have to Oh, against me, then I'll probably sign out even more. Like, I'm like, but you just go like. Hey. I just leave like two, like one or two monster waves in against like really super aggro decks. Yeah, but if you're like Magneto Wall, did you have, did you have the four four guy that gains four? No, remember you? You were the one who told me you're like that card's terrible. I don't like, remember. You're like, what are you gonna do? Discard it to the sword, and then you can't block anyway <laughs> with it. That sounds like what I would say. Yeah. You're so like, what I was like, you're like, did you read the swords? Both swords. Protection from greed. Who cares? Game four life. You can just gain four life if you're playing me. How's that? <laughs> sounds about what, what I would say. Yeah. Yeah. So we just go like Magneto, Wall. One or two walls. Those are good against. No, let's play the, the walls on the sideboard. Yeah, yeah. Against yeah. beatdown. Did you have uh, Powder Keg or no? I have Ratchet Bomb now. That's what I meant, Ratchet Bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, is it enough to just go... My sideboard now is, like, Ratchet Bomb, uh, Acidic Slime. I still have the main deck Cs, but, like, I have four Acidic Slime on the board. Uh, Ratchet Bomb. Uh, oh, I don't, don't tell anyone. Oh, I might have opposite Baylots on my sideboard I'll figure now. this out for the white deck. 
I figured it out. You know how you beat Valakut with like any deck? It's like super easy. People just didn't figure it out before now. You just tumble magnet them. Like they get their first thing they get their first thing in with their Titan, but you just tap their Titan and they don't get any more lands. And they're like just all in because like pretty much they're just all in on Titan, right? So unless they have another Titan, which they might have, then you just kill them like over the next three turns while they're like not doing anything with their awesome Titan. That's what I did with the white deck. I was just like, oh, Valka seems like it'd be a problem. I'm like, oh, I just gonna play like a bunch of tumble magnets and you have tech, you, you don't have tech. Edge I do have four. So there's like tech edge or Valka to the tumble magnet. Then when you then. say white, it's very, it's very loose white, right? It's like four tech edges, four, uh, four Eldrazi lands, one other Eldrazi land. You not? Uh, didn't you say you had the? Oh yeah. And Incomplexus. And Incomplexus. And then I have like nine planes, four gain force. So I have like thirteen and thirteen. 13 not whites, 13 whites. Maybe that's a little light on white. I add another sackland or something. Do you think they'll let me play a fifth <laughs> Kavira Crossroads? Because I would find a way. I mean, you could play the blue white one. No, I mean, I want a real Kabira Crossroads. Full yeah, yeah, yeah. on. Kabira Crossroads is so demoralizing for red. You're like, first in Kabira Crossroads, and they're like, Goblin guy, you're like, oh, cool, pick up a Kabira Crossroads. You're like, second turn, dude. Just, this is like your transformative sideboarding to Soul Sisters. I mean, I have four Firewalkers, Celestial Purge, and Baneslayer. Just these, like, Sarah's Ascendants. Um, I don't know. I can't play this deck just because I think it's clever, can I? I mean, it's never stopped you before. I've never played a deck just because I thought it was clever. When? I don't know. Never. Not just because I thought all it was right, clever. All right, all right. I always convinced Sometimes it was just because it was clever and you really liked the name. <laughs> well... That's the very definition of just because it was fun. And I don't think I've ever done that. Thinking really hard. What about the alternate universe where you played Warriors of Plasm? Which one is that? I don't know. We just had, we had the I'm Warriors sure we had that called Warriors of Plasm. Where are you going to go? What time is it? Am I going to get killed by my wife? Probably. What is it, like 7.30, 8 o'clock? I'm going to get home at 9. All right. Um, well, so. you're going to get her a Burberry coat, four Jace the Mind Sculptors. So I'm also going to Seattle this week. That's the... We can hit up a lot of the one-shot regional qualifiers. I to just play in the I know. I know. So I will, why? I can't. If I just play Jace, I'm not... It's just which Jace deck to play. I mean, I, I think I can just play, like, this blue-green-white one that we said. I will brew it up tonight, win, like, three or four tournament practice room matches, figure out what's wrong with it. That'll be it. You know what happens to practice at all? And he wins like every, I mean, he just top eights every single event. Ravage is really good. I was just like, you don't practice at all? He's like, no. Like, I just like looked at the cards you could play, and I put Stoneforge Mystic and Jace in my deck, and then other people played against me, and then I just killed them with my Stoneforge this was Mystic. Like the, this was like the 90 person PTQ, though, for Nagoya, right? I mean, like, he played, he did not top eight Grand Prix Dallas, but he said he was like, never got so unlucky in his life. But, like, his three previous tournaments were top eight Star City event, top eight Star City event, um, missed top eight of a, of a PTQ in the last round, which he lost in the last round where he was in position to uh, make top eight. But he was playing Patrick's four-color control deck with, like, the walls and everything. He's like, it wasn't good. Like, it wasn't terrible, but, like, just, like, if I just had Stoneforge Mystic, you know. Then he just played Stoneforge Mystic again, and then he won. So he's just like, top eight Star City event, top eight Star City event. Like twelfth win PTQ, no practice. 
I mean, that's a fair amount of practice right there, right? I mean, I think, like, you can make a strong argument for... Is that manual? No. That guy's twice as big as manual. All right. Was he saying something? Yeah. Um, he's not very big. I don't know. Do you think he's just very good? I think he's very good. But, I mean, I, I think he also plays a lot of non-practice magic, right? It's not like he's like, I don't practice and I never play. I go to one event. And he plays, like, pretty much any weekend there's an event he can play and he plays, right? I mean, I guess. For the last 25 years. Yeah, he's 100 years old. <laughs> he's like a he's like a tree beer at the end. <laughs> so, so, all right, so uh, what's the... Uh... So Burberry Coat, Four Jays the Mind Sculptors, Jack Hammer. I was thinking like a five dollar Amazon gift card. That's not. <laughs> that's not good you were thinking Burberry coat. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna come up. Honey, I think you deserve a Burberry coat. Really, honey? I'm like, just sign here. What is this? It's a document saying I can play Magic the Gathering on Saturday. Honey. What do you think? Tumble magnets. Can't you just say you have to play for your column? Like you were assigned. Like. Is it really that easy? Yeah. Is it like the easy button? <laughs> that was easy. Yeah, what did she just say? I mean, you, you kind of have to play. Honestly, I do. You actually kind of have to play. Are you at magicgathering.com? It sounds like you might be. I hired you, right? I mean, if you're going to direct me to have to play. I think you, I, I think it would be irresponsible. You think or you I, it, it, it would be blatantly irresponsible. You would be derelict in your duties if you did not play Magic this weekend. How do you feel about answering people who email you about your call? I'm, I'm pretty good about answering yeah. people. How do you feel about saying hello to people on Facebook when they talk to you? I mean, my response ratio... How you don't have a fan page? Like, it's so much work. Those, those are, like, working so hard to move their contacts over. And I don't think anyone's called anybody off of their Facebook page, either. It's, like, not worth my time. So yeah. I just accept people. I mean, the problem is, like, I get, like, some loser fishing me every day to try to get my data. You know, you're always like, oh, click this. Yeah, that's a good way to not get me to click something. Yeah, I mean, like... You need to come up with some clever, like, way of, like... Maybe you could trick me if you were like, hey, don't click on this link. No, I mean, maybe... I might fall like, for hey, that. hey, check out this deck list. Might be something. Oh. Like, I might do that. You know, probably not, because I don't care. Yeah. But, unless it's one of my friends. In which case, I'm like, why is he Facebooking me as spam link? Um, oh, my gosh. Do you know, uh, Ducky Lou on Twitter? Sure. What a bastard. I hate that guy. Why? I hate him so much. What do you do? First of all, I owe him four dual lands from a Blur's Rewards that I keep forgetting to send him. Ah, oh. oh, I just said those. <laughs> but he's like a Miami Heat fan. Yeah. Do what he did. He sent me, he's like, how many Blur's Rewards for this? It was a picture of him and Anderson Verajow. I was just like, what are you doing to me? He's like, wondering why he's in Miami. And I was like about to like rage smash my computer. No, he's awesome. How awesome is that? Anderson That's pretty Mar- awesome. I would have given him like a million floors or less. So, alright, let's close the predictions. Alright. Playoff predictions. Uh, let's just talk about New York. Okay. Let's pick players. Okay. Josh Rabbits. Edgar Flores. Luis Neiman. He top eight at a PTQ 2 yeah. I don't think I, I don't think Cal Cano can play. I'm going to go with uh, Matt Ferrando breaking through. You pick Matt Ferrando higher than me? I, s- I was going to let you pick yourself. I'm, I'm not going to pick you. I'm not going to pick me. I'm not going to pick I you either. I got me. <laughs> Damn I it. I follow you. Damn it. 
Edgar Flores. Yeah. I think I played him a couple. Is he dour? He's a little dour. He's a little taciturn. He's, he's like, got like a hat. It's like Gimli the Dwarf. He's, he's got like a hat. I think I played him like twice and he beat me both times. I'm like the fake Flores, but now he's like better than me. I mean, he's pretty good. Hey, whatever. He just plays some stupid net deck and got lucky. Obviously. Can Bertoncini play? Doesn't matter. Yeah, Bertoncini can play. He's not qualified. He's not going to make it, though. I mean, he, he got his first, he got a big breakthrough event, right? Like Just now? Yeah. He's I'll never pick, played in the first one, right? I'll pick Bertoncini. That's six, right? Yeah. And then, let's see, uh, Steve Satan. I don't know if Satan's playing or not. All right. You can take Satan. I mean, Satan's a good Lauren player. Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pick, uh... Oh, I know. Who? John Sonny. Shut up. John Sonny. Gerard Fabiano. I mean, three things to know what? about John Sonny. He's going to do better than Gerard Fabiano. <laughs> Is Gerard does well in these events? Sure. Bye. All right. So that's our top eight. Fabiano, Sonny, Flores, Ferrando, other Flores, Ravitz. Which one's other Flores? Obviously not me. <laughs> I am obviously not other Flores. Oh my god, if you guys could like fight, you could be like the battle for the other Flores. I mean, I actually played against... Do you remember there used to be like a... What was it? Homero Flores was a pretty... Like, Humberto Flores? I thought it was Homero Flores. Okay. It was like a tier two pro. We played in all the pro tours. Sure. I played him in the last round of a Grand Prix for like the Flores title. Smashed him! And he was playing my worst matchup. He was playing Sneak Attack. So we thought he had it. I was playing Stompy. Destroyed him! I played, I played tested the Stompy versus Sneak Attack match so much. Like... What year was this? 99. It was Randy Bueller's last sanctioned event, I think. Okay. It was a... It was actually weird. Like, I playtested for that tournament so much, but then, like, I beat, like, nightmare matchups multiple times on day one, and I just had these, like, lapses of concentration on day two, like, early in day two. What do you think, do you think would have happened to older formats yeah. if they had the amount of, like, match grinding that we have now between, like, Magic Online and, like, Star City Opens and, you know, Tier 2 Opens and, like... Like, let's name so, specific so ones. many matches. Like, just imagine what I mean, like, Necro. What would Necro Summer have looked like? Oh, I was like, thinking. I was thinking a little bit later. Like, uh, uh, the Alice Alice Homelands Five Up Standard. Sure. Remember that one? Yeah. I mean, like, doesn't everybody just play John Finkel's deck right after he wins a qualifier with it? Because it won every tournament. Like for the next three weeks, like whoever played that deck won the tournament. Then like Fred Foray won a tournament with uh, Turbo Stasis, right? Yeah. I mean, would people have played my deck? Like, I don't know. Or when Dave wins the first PTQ, like, what do you think happens there? Do you think people just play... Yeah, people are stupid. They would just play Dave's deck. Which was Dave's deck? Sly. Poor Ball Lightning, poor Dragon Ball. What's, like, the next good format? Uh, The next good format was... Extended. I mean, just... But, but, I mean, think about, like, the dirt of events that were going on. Like, you just... Think about just, like, Odyssey Block. Or... Yeah, but Odyssey Block, it wouldn't have been any different, I don't think. There's like so there, was, there, there weren't enough playable cards for it to be different. Like, Odyssey Block, I'm talking about even like Odyssey Block standard. Like the idea, like I guess there's I don't like think huge, there's different. There's huge errors of standard that are like largely unexplored too, right? I mean, like, like they would just get explored at regionals and nationals. Like I just think of the tournament, the formats that I played something that was like a little bit different, and then think about how much inefficiency there really was. Like whether I just did it because I was a small amount of inefficiency or a large amount of inefficiency. But like when we're playing for example the mono black deck, right? Odyssey block constructed. I mean, I don't know. It seemed awesome. 
people semi adopted that deck. But then the Braids deck came out, or like the, or like the, uh, the Wake deck. You know, I think those decks evolved that were going to evolve. I don't know that there was a whole lot more exploration to be done in those formats. The small set formats, like sure. a big standard. I don't know, like Odyssey block standard depends with onslaught or no. Like slot. You have compelling, you have compelling. I guess decks everyone just played Tog, right? Like, yeah, you have compelling Tog, compelling Slide, compelling Blue Green Madness. I mean, like, are you really gonna? We tried really hard to make a better deck than Psychotog, and nobody did. You know, there were good deck designers on this project. <laughs> nobody made a better deck. You know, there's a reason why people still talk about Carlos Mar- Romano's run. It was insane. You know, like the. Uh, so I don't think so. I don't think it'll be much different. The, the difference today is like you can make forty different decks, but they all have Jason the Mind Sculptor. Right? <laughs> you know? It's just a question of like I was talking to Pat about this. He, he actually thinks that we should ban Jace, which is weird. He's like the biggest Jace booster of all time. But I was just like, I like making Jace the Mind Sculptor decks. I like it. It is fun. Making the Blue Green Genesis Wave deck is rewarding. You know, right. it's very rewarding. Um, and Jace is often a great card to play against decks with Jace. Yeah, I mean. I wish you could just, like, wave two Jaces into play, one of them kills their guy, and then the other one stays around. That would so, be better. So, so I was talking to Frando the other day, and he's like, he's like, doesn't it work that way? Like, he's like, if you just, like, he's like, if you just, like, flip three Jaces, yeah. don't you get to keep one? Like, two of them kill each other, and then, yeah, like... You just bin two and keep one. You bin two and keep... But, well, no. But he was like... Yeah, he was just like... Oh, and I'm like, yeah, I don't even remember what it was, but it was just like, yeah, no. he's like, didn't you do that? I'm like, no. I'm going to try that regional. I'll be like, oh, I flipped two. One's for yours, one I'm going to keep. <laughs> Everyone knows that that would be a cheat. I'm doing it now. I'm calling it now. Yeah. Catch me if you can, bros. <laughs> Let's see it. Let's see it. <laughs> I'm successfully Genesis waving a Jason to play against a Jace deck, and I need to cheat. Man, <laughs> this is not a plausible scenario. <laughs> How many Titan attacks did I get this day? Actually, that deck might not be good. Preponderance of tight of uh, of uh, Titan defense via Tumble Magnets. I think it might just be bad. We need to get in. Get in, like. Oh, I guess the the little two two guys. Frost TD. Alright, I'm not scared anymore. I went from scared to not scared again. I mean, our two drops are better than theirs, right? Like, Cobra and Overgrown Battlement. Cobra's so good. So, like, the best draw ever is, like, first turn Jiraga, second turn level him up, Cobra go. They're just like. Any num- there's any number of things that just. You have degenerate turns for you. They're like stone. If they don't have, like, a. Like, if they just, like, leave open Mana Leak, they're not dead. But then, like, you just attack them and play Jace. <laughs> the, pro- the problem is people who, who are playing Call are so much better with the deck now than they were, like, around Edison. So they might be better knowing that they don't have to just. I mean, play. if they just. If they play, like, a Stoneforge Mystic, they're dead on the spot, right? Like, good game. Is that true? Yeah. Why? Just make a Titan, either lock down their guy or play it. Sure. They have a 2-2, two, two, they have a 1-2 in play, a sword in their hand, and I have an active Titan next turn. Right. Call that they're going to be able to win this game. I'm going to get a Halimar Depths and a Sack Land. Ooh, you have a Mana Leak? Don't care. <laughs> you can usually take a hit from the blue-green sword. What you think when you, when you put three Titans in play next turn, two of them locking down their mana, and then you... Or, like, you just destroy their lands, you know? Yeah, I usually just destroy their lands. Like, like after sideboarding, I just, like, shave all these weird numbers, and I would have four spreading seas, four tectonic issues. You take out the walls, right? They're pretty bad against them. 
They can't block because they don't stop either sword. What, the overgrown battle? Yeah. Yeah, 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 probably. I think so. Uh, I don't even remember. It was just like shaving some weird numbers and then just like four tectonic edges, four spreading seas, four acidic slimes. Triangle Titan and, and Foresight in our land destruction cards, don't Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's true. I was playing that. It's wicked. I was also just thinking about playing, like, I, I really want to play the, uh, I, I like the idea of playing, uh, All This Dust. That seems really good. I just have to, I have to measure the tension in my head about how silly I'm going to be. Because it's a good deck, actually. Right. But, like, but can't you just build it blue-white? Like, I, you play I started with the blue-white Eldrazi deck, and then I switched to the mono-white Eldrazi deck later, because mono-white Eldrazi deck was winning. If your opponent's just, like, sitting there, they're just like, Aha, I've got this, I've got Jace, I've got Gideon. Yeah, but you're just playing you your own Jace with all You always tap, and you always dust, and then you get to play your own Jace. I mean, they have a chance to play Jace first. You're, you don't have, like, five mana open when you cast all this dust. You might. You can't play Tech Edge and all this dust in the yeah, yeah, blue yeah, white yeah, deck. Yeah, that's yeah, a yeah, problem. Sure, sure. So, like, now I don't have Tech Edge and they're going to beat me up with their Celestial. Like, that's the problem. Yeah. You can play Spreading Seas, so. Yeah, I would. Blow it up with all this dust. This is not as good. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah, you have all these weird tensions from all this dust, right? Anyway. Alright. Bye. Pasta.